I'm glad I got to kind of pick my, my topic because I, I like to leave the practical more, I mean, thank you, Tom, that was awesome. Yeah. There's such distilled wisdom there at a level I could never bring that kind of teaching with such distilled wisdom. So I, I appreciate the fact that, that Tom is here and that I don't have to give that teaching because it wouldn't be <laughs> as good or distilled or focused. Um, the, the main point, I have one point. I don't have 18, I just have one. And I want to look at some scripture that really drives this home. And this is probably a little more of a devotional on parenting than it is tips for parenting. Um, so here's the point. God is what he wants us to become. God is what he wants us to become. I was thinking about what I wanted to share. Basically that we as parents have to model. We have to be what we are expecting of our children. In order to have any measure of success. And this is clearly a biblical concept. So the verse that instantly popped into my head was, Be holy, for I am holy. You see that in a number of places in the Old Testament. I, I wanted to pick one, and it's Leviticus 19.2. Speak to all the congregation of the people of Israel and say to them, You shall be holy, for I the Lord your God am holy. The very next verse, I never realized this. The very next verse. Every one of you shall revere his mother and his father. It's right there. Whoa. This idea. Did, did you Never ever notice it? Never seen No. Be holy, for I am holy. Honor, revere your father and your mother, and you shall keep my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. Um, this thought does, does not merely exist in the, in the Old Testament. Matthew 5 is an echo of this in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew 5, 48. You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. And there we get introduced the, the language of fatherhood. Be perfect. Because your Father is perfect. Ephesians 5, 1 says, Be imitators of God as beloved children. Be imitators of God as beloved children. John 5, listen to this. Let me get there. I'm going faster than I can turn. John 5, 19. So Jesus said to them, by the way, this is the context of this story, is when Jesus has healed on the Sabbath. He has broken a rule, according to what the Pharisees understand to be the rule. And they're, they're giving him the business for it. And he says, truly, truly, I say to you, the son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the father doing. Only what he sees the Father doing. Jesus has broken a rule. According to the Pharisees, they don't understand the Father. They're wrapped up in the rule. Jesus says, I'm doing what I see my Father 
doing. You see this rule. You have no relationship. I see what the Father is doing, and that's why I'm doing it. Because He is what He wants me to be. So the idea here is that that everything we're talking about, everything we want to see in our kids, is not just for kids. Obedience is not just for kids. Obedience is a lifestyle. As as Tom pointed out, Jesus learned obedience. (laughs) Jesus learned obedience through things that he suffered. Every biblical concept relating to child training is also applicable to adults. Okay, you think of obedience. Hebrews 13 says, 13.7 says, uh, remember your leaders, imitate their faith. Verse 17 says, obey your leaders and submit to them. He's talking to adults. Romans 13. I want to read some of this longer section. Every, let every person be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God. And those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists what God has appointed. And those who resist will incur judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. For he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. Go down to verse 7. Pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed. We want to teach kids to respect. We want to teach kids to honor their parents. Here Paul is is urging every person, he says, be subject, honor, respect. 1 Peter 2. Similar thought. Start in verse 13. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution whether it be to the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him, to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Honor everyone. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the emperor. Obedience, respect, honor, submission, submission. Hebrews, uh, Ephesians 5 says, submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ. We're all called to submit to each other, to willfully give our lives, lay our lives down for each other. Wives, submit to your husbands. Slaves, submit to your masters. We typically apply that to being on the job. You have a boss. You submit to the boss. Okay? Obedience, respect, honor, submission, discipline. Surely we grow out of discipline. No. No, we don't. Hebrews 12. 
verse 5. Have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons? My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves and chastises every son whom he receives. It is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? If you are left without discipline, in which all have participated, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. Besides this, we have had earthly fathers who disciplined us, and we respected them. Shall we not much more be subject to the Father of spirits and live? For they disciplined us for a short time as it seemed best to them. But He disciplines us for our good. Why? That we may share in His holiness. You see that? He disciplines us for our good that we may share in His holiness. God is what He wants us to become. So our training of our children should be an invitation into a lifestyle. Okay, and I know we, we, you, you have to corral the... <laughs> I have, I have four children, eight years old and under. I understand you get in the weeds, all right, and it becomes herding cats, and, and you just want some practical tips to help you sort everything out. <laughs> but we have to always come back to the fact that we are being trained, that the, 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 the primary training that's going on in our household is me and my wife being trained by God to be what we want our children to become. Yep. That is the primary training that happens in our household. We want our children to submit to us. Wives, if you do not submit to your husbands, your children will have a very hard time obeying you. If you complain about life, if you complain about your husband, your children will complain about you. It's very easy. They are sharing in your lifestyle. You will impart that to them. You're not being what you want them to become. Husbands, men, if you don't lay your life down for your wives, your children are going to grow up expecting that people exist to make things the way that I want them. People exist to give me food when my plate's empty. Right? I don't think there are any... Husbands in here that actually sit on the couch watching football and yell at their wife to make them a sandwich. That stereotype. I don't think that actually happens. I hope it doesn't. We sit there reading books and tell them. Yeah, it's reading books. <laughs> Playing chess. <laughs> Shooting guns. Fishing. If we complain about our bosses, if we complain about teachers, authorities in our lives, we are inviting our children into that lifestyle. The problem is that we, <laughs> we then have to bear the consequences of that as their authorities, as those to whom they must submit. If we grow weary of the Lord's discipline in our lives, They'll grow weary of our discipline. 
if they see us get challenged in a way by the Word of God or by brothers and sisters in Christ, and we are weary of it, we just don't want to do it anymore. I just, I'm tired of all of this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to mature in this way. And we shouldn't be surprised in the teenage years that our children just don't want to face this. Okay, so the, the, my, my encouragement, exhortation here is that we have got to be, as our Heavenly Father is, we've got to be what we want our children to become. The thing is that they will become what we are. Whatever that is. Okay, we can't escape that. Yeah. Um, people become who their parents are. Jesus looked at the Pharisees and says, you are of your father. The devil. <laughs> You're just like him. Because he's your father. So they become who we are. Um, so the, I, I heard, the, I don't know when I first heard this, but it, it, it repulsed me the first time I heard it. And it continues to repulse me. It's a, it's a parenting joke. It's kind of a... But it's, a, it's... When they say, do as I do, but not as I say. I mean, do as I say, but not as I do. I messed it up. I had one job. <laughs> do as I say, but not as I do. You're not your dad. Have you heard that? Have you heard that? <laughs> that's the worst. That's the worst thing you could ever. That's the worst idea ever when it comes to parenting. Okay, I submit that is the worst parenting idea ever. Do as I say, and not as I do. It's impossible. It's not the way God wired the universe. All right, He created us to be like Him, and in doing that, He created the ability for us to have children. Who are like their parents. Become like them. Alright, it's, the, it's in the fabric of the universe. The created word. That children become like their parents. And God says, be holy, for I am holy. So, that's, that's my encouragement. And the, the thought I want to throw in to all of this. Um, I love in, in Hebrews 12, it says, We have had earthly fathers who disciplined us, and we respected them. Um, they disciplined us for a short time as it seemed best to them. I've been starting to realize this and read this in a different way since I started having kids. I have my children for a short time. Right, this process of child training, it's very brief. Ask the, ask the gray heads in the room. <laughs> it's gone. And we have a brief time in which to train our children. And it's in that time that we really have to strive to become sons of our Heavenly Father and strive to do the things that we see our Father doing so that our kids could come alongside us. Amen? Amen. Amen.